Hey, everybody. This is Adam, the co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, we have switched our subscription service from ConnectPal to Patreon. If you've tried ConnectPal in the past and weren't happy with it, we totally understand. That's one of the reasons we switched. You can still get every episode of our podcast completely ad-free for just $5 a month on a platform that works on all of your podcast apps and phones and various gadgets. So head to patreon.com slash unpops, see what kind of stuff we have to offer. There's all kinds of good things. And uh, thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to What in the World! Hello! Hello, hello, darlings. How's everyone been since we recorded last? Oh my god, I've traveled the world, I've seen things, (laughs) I ate so much, so many Lunchables. International Lunchables, though, like with French cheeses and shit. Nice. Charcuterie Lunchables. The ones with the brie in them. Mm. Those are the best Lunchables. There you go. Brie, brie, ham, and Ritz. (laughs) That's my favorite Lunchable. Oh, man. There you go. Recipe of the day right there. Brie from France, parma ham from Italy, and (laughs) Ritz. And Ritz crackers. (laughs) Yum. I got AIDS in the meantime. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, now. I was going to say I killed a guy, but that's what I meant. I gave some mere AIDS. (laughs) So what are we talking about this week? I always ask people that, like I'm not the one who's going to say it. We're talking about Brexit. I was just about to say that. I beat you to it. Damn it. <laughs> Samir, you said when I asked you to do this, you said Britain is one of your, your strong points. That I know of, about. Yeah, although yeah, yeah. I do, I, to British listeners, I'm... We don't have British listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we do, though. We have the British listener. Just the one guy. Hello, Charles. No, we have a good follow. We need to go tour in England. We have a decent following over there. Shout out to England. If you're What's listening. up? Should. Do the streets Sorry in England I'm here and not That's what you. I want to know. Do the streets in England yeah. fucks with unpops. The cobblestone roads fuck with unpops. <laughs> cobblestone roads that are barred off to, <laughs> uh, to cars. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have I have spent a bit of time there, and I read their media a lot, and yeah, and I have a lot of friends over there. So I like Mr. Bean, so <laughs> I'm an expert. You're welcome. You know, I've done my research. I watch Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, I know England. Oh yeah, that and his new one looks good though. Live there for about half a the, year. Uh, King Arthur. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, is he the one? Yeah, someone He's told directing... me that. He's the one doing the live action. Yeah, is he King doing Arthur. that? He's directing the new King Arthur, uh, Sword in the Stone kind of kind of poppy film That's coming out his? looks like oh, looks great looks, looks good i'm oh, i loved wow. every guy richie movie ever since he divorced uh madonna, madonna so i'm a fan no yeah. matter what <laughs> man from uncle was harsh boom sherlock holmes boom all Rock, was rock and roll before the divorce or after right it was right after the divorce right after the divorce okay. loved yeah, rock, yeah. And loved rock and roll yeah, yeah i thought that was roll. really good too yeah He's got a lot of good movies. Here's the real question. Is Guy Ritchie going to be affected by Brexit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't Did know. we do any research into this? Because if he's affected, I have a problem. Has yeah, he got a yeah. house in San Tropez? <laughs> you know he does. Well, after, <laughs> he does. after that huge divorce settlement he got from Madonna, I bet he does. Thank God. Wasn't he listed in the, what were they called? The Panama Papers or something that 
It sounded. Oh God! So many people. It was like it was like sounded, getting invited to the Met Gala, yeah. being in the Panama Papers. <laughs> that was how you knew you were swanky. Yeah, and what were the ramifications of that? People just knew you had a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, and we're all just like, hmm. I wish I had that much money. Yeah, I wish I won money. <laughs> and that's all that happens. <laughs> we were like, people are going down when those come out. No, not really. We, we just, just know uh, Guy Ritchie has a ton of money. It's just a who's who of a. Uh, you got a membership to Mar-a-Lago? Cool. You can afford that shit. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all the people I wanted to be on the list. Like, I wanted Trump to be on that list. Nope. Because he, <laughs> he didn't have enough money. Stanley Kubrick? Yes. Trump? No. Yeah, right. because and that's why he won't release his taxes. He doesn't have the money that he's always touted that he has. Yeah. Let's just be real. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about Brexit. By the time this goes up, there they should be. What are they voting on? They're voting for. Oh, you mean the the general election? Yeah, they they push the general election way. Yeah, up, there's right? there's a general election uh, coming up on June eighth, which is basically. I mean, yeah, British listeners know this, but you know, Britain has a parliamentary system. The party that gets the the most number of seats in the House of Commons, the lower House of Parliament, the head of that party is Prime Minister. Right. So that's why Theresa May is Prime Minister right now. So there are two, basically two reasons why she's doing this. A, her party's majority is probably going to increase. Jezza, Jeremy Corbyn, head of the Labour Party, was basically the Bernie of Britain, is <laughs> not polling well. I don't know how much you can trust polls anymore in, in, in Britain Fake as well news. as here. Yeah. Um, or anywhere. <laughs> right. He's, he's not doing that well with kind of the Labour grassroots in rural England. And I have to add, all of my Remainer friends in London are pissed off at him that he didn't push the Remain campaign harder ahead of the Brexit yeah. referendum because he was always, you know, for most of his career, he was kind of softy or a skeptic. Um, if, if anyone wants to uh, do a fun little uh, side project based on what Samir is talking about, go out and Google pictures of Remainers the day that Brexit vote happened <laughs> and tell me it doesn't look exactly like a room of Clinton supporters in America. They're dressed the same. They are the same fucking people. <laughs> it's, it's, all stock, have, it's all stock photography. Yeah. That's what, that's <laughs> they all have the same look of doom on their faces. If you, if yeah. you really uh, great. If you put a, so my, if there's my, a specific yeah. filter if you put on there, you can see the watermark. It's just yeah. the same pictures. They just use them over and over again. I mean, yeah, a, a huge number of my, my labor voting friends in London are moving to the to the liberal Democrats now because the liberal Democrats are, are seen as kind of stronger defenders of the eu than labor is now right so labor is dwindling it's 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 it does not look like it's going to go well for them Teresa is going to increase her majority so that's good for her the other big reason she's doing this is that this will be the first time she has carried her party to a general election victory and didn't just become prime minister because the last guy freaked out and bailed right david um yeah that new Harry Potter book sucked. Let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> he read that and was like, what are you doing? And he had to get out of there. I get it. I get it. And even, you know, it, it, I happen to have been living in Britain during the last general election in 2015. Even Cameron's, even the Tory voters I knew weren't wild about Cameron. They like May better. Yeah. So having this general election victory is an ego thing. But for her, it also boosts her credibility as the voice of Britain, not just the accidental prime minister going into the Brexit negotiations. Yeah, because I mean, Britain needs that one way or the other. Like the, that, right. that's what worries me about. Well, I mean, it doesn't worry me. I'm not in fucking England, but <laughs> it's it's just weird that they voted for this, but they don't have any trade agreements set up yet. Well, that's that. That's gonna... well, but that's what this is for. I mean, that's yeah. You know, a, a lot of this is, I think, particularly tick of 
a lot of people in our country talking about Brexit. People talk about the effects of Brexit, Brexit Britain. I cannot stress this enough to, to my fellow Americans. Brexit has not happened. Article 50 being triggered right. is filing for divorce, not finalizing the divorce. And well, if you don't even, think there's a difference, ask someone in the middle of a divorce. It, this, yeah. is, th- this is starting off a two-year process of negotiating what the deal yeah, is like going to be. Even when Brexit, quote-unquote, takes effect, they ha- like you said, they have not negotiated any terms right. to, well, they to, could, that's to, what, yeah. to do any of the trade or anything that, they, that the EU was, was basically taken care of. Right, um, and... and they they weren't allowed to negotiate any of that until Article Fifty was triggered. Right. That was that's the point of it's basically that's kicking off the negotiating. Process. It's basically the same way California seceding would have worked if that guy didn't get outed as a Russian operative and just flee to <laughs> Russia. But we'll talk about that later. But basically, in June when they voted, they basically voted to start talking about Brexit. And yeah, they voted that they were gonna leave soon. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then it took Theresa May triggering Article 50 to start the process, which is a two-year process. Yeah. So now they have to do all this negotiating mm-hmm. and, and bargaining. And uh, They're like both it, starting hard. They're, you know, Theresa May is, is – the rumors are when the Tory manifesto comes out. They have – the manifestos are what they call their party platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the rumor is when the Tory manifesto comes out, it's going to be, you know, we're going to – leave the single market we're going to leave the customs union this that and the other thing so so she's starting hard no free movement britain wasn't in schengen anyway i i don't think that's going to be as tough a sell as people are saying it was and the eu is starting hard well the guardian today has leaked documents apparently allegedly as as you got to say when you're talking about celebrities the Guardian's got leaked documents saying that when Britain pays a divorce fee, it's going to have to do it in euro. That's going to fuck with the currency thing. Um, well, they refuse to use it. Right. But, I mean, yeah, they, even from before. But, I mean, that's going to fuck with the currency market if they have to pay if the the divorce, basically, fee in euro. Uh, well, well, the problem. So, and, and, the, and the other thing, you know, they've – Guy Verhofstadt, who was one of the main Brexit negotiators from the EU side, is somebody who – who wants Britain to be like CalExit? Who wants, or sorry, wants Brexit to be like CalExit because he wants the EU to coagulate into one big country. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the biggest problem with, number one, Britain having to pay in euro, and this, I guess they didn't, I don't know if they saw this coming, but with their announcement of Brexit, the pound's value has dropped. So having to pay in euro, they're going to have to pay more. No, but the pound is still stronger than the euro, but and by the way, stronger than the dollar. So Britain can cry me a river with the pound. Um, <laughs> so the and uh, I mean a lot of the doom mongers kind of latched on to the pound dipping after after the vote. But when you look at kind of the broader response to the vote, Britain was the fastest growing G seven economy of twenty sixteen. The market rallied that first full week after the referendum. The FTSE one hundred had its biggest weekly rise in a half decade. You had. I mean, the the biggest kind of harbinger of doom that everybody was worried about in the at least among my friends was that was that Scotland was going to break away. And I mean, darlings, I do remember that last election. The SNP, the Scottish National Party, which is their kind of secession party, yeah, won a bigger majority in 2015 than Sinn Féin got in 1918 and in 1922 was the Irish wow. Free State. Then yeah. Sinn Féin got in 1918 in that the area that became the Irish Free State. Right. So do you think a Scot- I think a, I, a Scottish I independence Scotland- was inevitable no matter which way Brexit shook out. 
Yeah, but it seems way more likely now. Because it was always inevitable. I mean, this it, it's and it's and it's stupid. <laughs> does mean, it it's... does it worry you at all? It worries me that whenever you look into the the beginnings of any of these movements, Putin is always there. Like he's always like he was when nobody gave a shit about Nigel Farage. Putin was spreading like he there were he was doing a smear campaign. No, <laughs> no, the op, the opposite. He was like propping it up as a legitimate uh-huh. movement. At the same time, everyone else was like, Brexit's never going to happen. So it's like Brexit is I mean, kind of the Trump of England, where everyone was like, "It's stupid; they'll never do it." And then, and most I don't of think most it was of the- because of Putin's getting involved. I think it was because a, a, a lot of, I mean, the, the polling has been wrong in England as it has here, or in, in the entire well, again, UK, I long- should say. I mean, as it has here, and you know, a lot of things that everybody said, "Oh, that's not going to happen," and that's been true on both sides. I mean, the, the, there was a recent by-election in Stoke on Trent that did not go well for UKIP. And it was like, and it was it was the head of UKIP, Paul Nutbag or something, running nutbag. the nut all. <laughs> um, and uh, it's good either way. Ru- running there, I think. And Stoke on Trent voted overwhelmingly to leave the EU, and yet UKIP lost. So I think it's just generally that people's foregone conclusions. <laughs> tend to get proven but, wrong in elections lately. It was true in 2015, too. But Nobody along, thought Cameron along, was going to get a full majority. Along yeah. the lines of what you were saying in terms of it being the Trump of uh, Britain, a lot of the support for leaving the EU was based around information that was not true and well, basically was speared by the ideal of isolationism. Yeah, and fear. I don't know of, that it was isolationism. I think it was about being more global than just European and and, but and also having, having the right to strike unilateral trade deals with places but like also Singapore, super Australia, duper Hong Kong. anti-immigrant. Like that's well, yeah, the biggest, it was about immigration restrictionism, which is it's well, very one of the much, reasons I was for it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. much about immigration. That's yeah, it, it, like that yeah, was but, kind of the yeah. driving force behind it, and that's the single market. one of them. Yeah, one of the issues with the single market, which they they have the option of pulling out of the EU but staying mm-hmm. in that single market which it seemed like they were they were toying with at one point uh, it may still happen i mean as i said everyone that, everyone is starting both sides are starting at the extreme they're going to haggle down they have 2 years yeah. of negotiating ahead of them but uh, the the sticking point for england as far as the single market is worker movement like they don't is, want is free movement they they don't want and it, it's it's not that they don't want their workers going to other countries. <laughs> it's that they don't want people coming to their country yep. taking jobs. They still want the single market, they but they don't well, want that have, part. I mean, the, the which doesn't seem it doesn't seem like you can have the Norway model it. as you know. Well, the Norway is in the common market. Well, no, they're not official members of the common market. They have access to the common market. Which Britain can also get via an advantageous trade deal, uh, and Britain has more bargaining chips than I think people give it credit for. Mostly with regard to the security relationship, Britain is a stronger military, yeah, uh, better intelligence. That is that's their carrot, and the stick is staying out of free movement. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's just so strikingly similar to mm-hmm. what. How the Trump vote worked? Yeah, it was it was largely about immigration. Yeah, and it it you see that all around the world, like pretty much any movement that's popping up, like even in France, like Marine Le Pen is 
big on yeah. anti-immigration. They're not, yeah. In yeah. Australia, you can't even... Immigration massive. <laughs> She's not into it. Um, in, in Australia, it's not like you can vote out the anti-immigration guy and get the the pro-immigration guy in because everyone in Australia all <laughs> anti-immigration. Well, yeah, no, 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 Norway, Switzerland, and Australia, top three in human you development know, index, so then all immigration restrictionists. So I think crazy? the rest of the world is coming to their senses So then well. where do people go? Like, if you're fleeing, like, so are refugees supposed to not be a thing anymore? Well, you can set up refugee camps in... Oh, that's not good. <laughs> we, uh, see, we see what happens when camps are set up. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what's weird, though? The, the you, only, you, 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 whenever you talk you about anti-immigration in, 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 in the neighboring countries, I mean, they're, they're, a, a lot of them are going to Turkey before they go to Europe. I mean, you can't stress this enough. The refugees <clears> fleeing <throat> to Britain now are fleeing France. They are not fleeing Syria anymore. They are fleeing France. This is the the biggest issue. Whenever you talk about anti-immigration states, no one ever brings up Putin. Yeah. He's never gone on record saying he doesn't want it because nobody wants to fucking move to Russia. That's his whole (laughs) problem. That's That's why he wants to dominate the world. He wants people to come there whether he has to force them to or not. Yeah, that that yeah, that's kind of. I don't of, think I, if he takes over other countries, those people have to move to Russia. Oh no, those would be the rules. Rule. <laughs> those would be the rules. He's like he wants to take over all of Europe so that he has to he can force people to move to Russia. He's lonely. And if you if you if you speak out against him, he'll poison you, and then he's even lonelier. It's it's a fucking catch twenty yeah. two. That's kind of, it's the same thing with China. Like they don't have to worry about this shit because no one wants to go to China. Yeah, I just I just want my general I'd go, I'd go chicken. check it out. I want my general Sal's chicken delivered. I don't want to go yeah. there. Well, you're not going to find it in China anyway. Well, it, that's, and, and that's why I'm ours. never going to go. Yeah. That's why I'm never going. General So fought on our side. Most people don't know that. And shouts out to Rick and Morty. He was for, a Civil War general. Uh, can Can I just say shouts out to Rick and Morty for single handedly uh, bringing back the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's because that's going to be a great movement when it happens. You is know? that Is that really coming back? It's going to have to. They Can Rick and a- Morty do an episode about the sriracha chicken sandwich at Wendy's? <laughs> they already they already got on the McDonald's bandwagon. You can't cross promote. Oh, you know? Can on. they do an episode about Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Just bring back Obama. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. It was- Biden is the Democrat who would have beaten Trump. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. One of the one of the in most a fist fight though. <laughs> put those two old geezers in the in the in the octagon. Let them fight it out UFC style. One of the most depressing things about Trump becoming president has been me going back and discovering all the really depressing things Obama did too. It's like fuck, man. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> everyone's he, awful. Here's I know. Like, he was a you guys have been paying attention. Oh no, like, he was a president. We get that. Yeah. But at least he was a president who just wasn't spewing and like you know. He, cooking up hate across the country. He did awful that we didn't notice. Yeah. Like, like we're a surveillance state now because of Obama, <laughs> basically. Like, it, I mean, it's it, 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 he didn't start it, but oh, he ramped it up. Yeah. yeah, he didn't. He definitely didn't stop what Bush started. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, that part was good. Let's yeah. do more of that. That'll make my presidency way, way easier. easier. That's that's the whole point. <laughs> you do terrible things to make your job easier. That's how jobs work. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to work hard at their job? Anybody in this room? Anybody listening? Yeah. That might anybody. be the most frustrating thing about Trump. He just makes things so much harder on himself by talking <laughs> and by tweeting. It's like if he cut out. That's the frustrating thing for people that voted for him, too. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, just Can, come on. Be, on, be honest, real quick. Stay on top of How. <laughs> How many times have you seen a Trump tweet where you just went, are you serious? Like, why Why are <laughs> you on Twitter time. right now? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like, it's not like, 
Yeah, okay, a lot of tweets piss me off, but it's not like, you know, the Twitter is distracting him from doing stuff. He's Everyone... not doing anything. What are <laughs> you he talking about all these wars? He started and stopped in a week. He keeps signing executive orders. It's but, not like uh, he has not been active. I mean, certain things have not been as successful as others, but it's not like, you know, he's been tweeting and golfing so much he hasn't been doing any president stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's been bombing President's places day. and talking to China. That's, <laughs> eh, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Economic policy? None. Yeah. Bids coming in on the wall. That's economic policy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, back to Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Did Trump tweet about Brexit? Can we get on that? Can we get Trump to say some, <laughs> say some things about Brexit and how he feels about it? Congr- he congratulated them yeah. on it when, when the vote Trump went was through. Trump was in favor of it. Uh, so uh, basically what you're saying is now he's going to flip-flop and be like, Brexit's a bad deal. <laughs> I don't know. Got to get it, out of that Brexit. It seems to be his. He's very buddy-buddy with Teresa now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Theresa May has no choice but to be buddy buddy with whoever who, whoever's be, the president yeah. of right, the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's. It's, but even more so than than kind of Cameron and Obama were. Well, yeah. no, not maybe not more than Cameron and Obama, but more than than Theresa and Obama during like the couple of months when yeah. <laughs> that was. Because I I don't know what our trade situation with England is like, but I feel like Earl Grey. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we could grow our own tea. And we'd be all right. So I, I've, but I've, they they are the biggest exporter of American actors right now. So we must keep. That's uh, true. You know, that's what she needs to dangle over Trump's head. Is Hollywood is our big right now? Industry, right now, Britain owns the rights to Cumberbatch, Idris Elba, <laughs> David Beckham. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they 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 got us. Yeah, the Rihanna minute, for some weird reason Beckham, she speaks with a British accent now. I don't the, know. The minute, the minute she's, <laughs> she's like, pulling the Madonna. She's like, <laughs> if you Madonna was English, ever want the wire to come back? <laughs> <laughs> then we're fucked. Yeah, because we all want that. We have your first black Jedi. What? Oh, damn it! You got us by the balls now. Disney, yeah. Disney's not gonna fight back. Yeah, you want that Dark Tower movie to happen? Yeah, play ball. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so at least they'll have that. But it is it, – it must be a weird – like it, I feel it's, like it it's, puts It's, it's England, an offense relationship. It's an, it's an intelligence relationship. Yeah. Um, we use their intelligence a lot. Yeah, especially against all that stuff they got on Trump. <laughs> MI6 did the, did the damn uh, – did their due diligence. Uh, due diligence I saw yeah. That. Yeah, it was just us who didn't. But yeah. It's fine. It's all good. He's not buddy-buddy with Russia. Speaking of – like, yeah, Russia was one of the first people to latch on to the Brexit campaign. They were also – this just came out that the guy who was trying to push Cal Exit, which I was very worried was going to happen for really? a while there. Yeah, it just I could, struck me as like a freak tantrum. I didn't think it was – But I could have seen immigration making Cal Exit happen. I, I feel like there's enough liberals in California who could have – immigration, yeah. Who could have been swayed to the, the line of thinking that we should be a – sanctuary state Mm -hmm. and if that means breaking away from the united states like it would have taken trump's immigration policies to get really Really, ugly really quick because the cal exit vote would have like he would have had to get the signatures within six months and i think he's only got a few weeks left like it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. but it i could i could see california rallying around that idea if it became a humanitarian thing where we were like just let the immigrants come here so people stop dying. But, hey, people aren't dying soon enough, so now Cal Exit isn't going to happen. Yay! That was, and and, and they, haven't, they haven't attacked our marijuana yet. They're, try- <laughs> they're trying to. Like, if, if Trump would have been able to pull off 
his immigration ban and then throw in his war on opiates and uh yeah and gateway drugs or whatever and like you know well, the all opioid of these thing that is that does have to do with immigration a lot of that is coming over the border from the cartels yeah, I, I I get that, but they're they're so gonna. I think I, the war on the opium. Well, no, no, the, more to the, do with the war on the opium. <laughs> but, but for some odd reason, they're also lumping in marijuana use and states' rights for marijuana yeah, in that dumb. fight, which has nothing to do with opioid that's abuse. That's dumb, and I don't think. I mean, that's that's something he pays lip service to every every now and again. But if he, there if, are people in the bay, I don't think that's if, gonna if, happen. If, if all of those little, things would have played how out much together, coke do you think he has snorted yeah. at a at a stripper's assholes in Studio Fifty Four? Have you seen him at the at every Oval Office shoot where he has the exact same pose, smiling? He's on <laughs> coke right then, <laughs> same suit, smiling, just big smile and looking straight ahead, like uh, uh, I, I look. And Maybe I'm only saying that like because I do coke and I know that pose. <laughs> I do that pose at the bar every time I get a drink so they think I'm sober. I'm just like, tequila Sprite, please. <laughs> tequila Sprite? Yeah, that's my drink. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. We got to go that. drinking soon, Quincy. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll take you to a place where they make good martinis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, yeah, it would have been immigration that I, I could have seen. Yeah, that would have been the lynch. But man. the thing with marijuana i feel like that's a thing <laughs> look, look where our brexit episode has gone yeah exactly <laughs> I, I, this is why we should have had a brit here sorry darling <laughs> nah we're good <laughs> who yeah where are we gonna find someone from england in los angeles <laughs> never gonna happen idris was i, I emailed all idris. of santa he monica he wasn't available <laughs> yeah, I, I met two irish guys yesterday they would have no never mind <laughs> the thing about people are talking about Irexa too. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in France, even if you know off chance. I'm not discounting her. If Marine Le Pen wins the election, what she said she's going to do is call a referendum in France. I don't think the French are going to vote for it. No country in the Eurozone you know, is going to vote for you it. Wanna Denmark they, may leave. You want to know why I they won't think. work now? Yeah. They're not going to work because ever since someone created the term Brexit, no one's being inventive anymore. So now it's just going to be Frexit. Yeah, Frexit, yeah. Frexit, Dexit, Irexit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not, yeah. it's not fun. It's not. They need to poppy. change Dexit. It. It's yes. Alexit. Frouda here. <laughs> Fron. <laughs> I, I think Taco Bell's upset because uh, Brexit could have been like their new brunch campaign. <laughs> because you know when you're gonna eat it, it's gonna exit you right away. So I get these new Brexit tacos. Yeah, in and out so quick. Yeah, that's their breakfast. That would have been a great campaign though. I would have been into it. Yeah, I, th- I feel like the thing with medical marijuana and recreational weed, I feel like that's a thing presidents just say to remind a certain base that, hey, law, Fly over state, law and yeah. order still matters to me. Don't worry about it. Marijuana's and- been a federal pop ban on the books for years. It's still on the books. Nobody... Yeah, well, no, that's, that, like, that's, because, just, that's because that's uh, because Reagan and you know Reagan and uh, yeah, what's his name Nixon hated black people. That's uh, totally different because well, right yeah. now marijuana is still a what a schedule uh, what a class one narcotic. Yeah, it's yeah. up there with heroin. Yeah, which is insane. You get Stupid. more you get more time for possession of marijuana than you do for possession of cocaine. Why do you think I switched? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying exactly. Yeah, like even even Obama. Kick down these pop possession cases are largely plea bargains so dispensary that's doors and if you look into like especially the the cases obama was involved in where people were like oh he's cracking down on weed god damn it a lot of those cases did involve people who were breaking the law yeah they just happened to also be running a legitimate dispensary mm-hmm. right but on the side they were selling weed out of state for way more money right. which you can't do which is just good business yeah <laughs> that's just that's that's the art of the deal if you want to bring it back to trump <laughs> oh trump that's the art of the deal yeah 
Yeah, I mean it. It, it is. It would be good business, but I mean I, I'm not worried about them cracking down on yeah, weed I don't think that's that much. Happen. They fucking better not. Well, that's the thing. If, if, if you want it, a revolution in the streets, <laughs> if all of those things were to like fall into place because the American people were just complacent with whatever government was going to give them, which is what government wants the American people to be, we would have had the risk of cow exit. Right, right. But travel ban comes up. People say, no, this is fucking terrible. We fight against it. Federal judges and lawyers will get involved. And now act, the people are actually taking an active an active role in the government, which is the one thing old people didn't expect. Yeah. They just yeah. thought we were going to sit there and roll over and go, oh, I guess the Republicans are in charge. Everything you say goes. You I mean, we did that, that We did that in 2016. Yeah. But <laughs> now we learned our lesson. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we'll see sadly, the, the lesson yeah. had to be learned. That's, yeah. the, that's the, the scary part. But from this point forward, you see... Everything is now under a microscope and is subject to ridicule, which that's never happened before. Yeah. It's never happened from the left before. It happened for eight years from, from right wingers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, what, 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 what we're all seeing on Facebook now, because we live in L.A., and the only places I've lived are L.A. and London, what we're only now seeing on Facebook now that Trump was elected, you were seeing from right wingers on Facebook well, no, you were seeing it, for eight years. You were seeing it from right, right wingers in, in terms of articles and postings, but you never saw mass amounts of people marching on Washington in protest of something Obama did. That was what the Tea Party was. But they weren't. Remember they, the Tea Party? No, no, I remember the Tea yeah. Party, and they were again. They were. They were. Uh, and they fizzled after. I mean, not. Fizzled, well, of course they, they fizzled were, they because were, they, they didn't have like, enough backing, and they they again. Old people don't understand the internet. They were. They. they <laughs> if they would have actually put force into the movement, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, it's the exact same thing that the Black Lives Matter, the 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 Black Lives Matter uh, movement faced. They did not have true leadership. Yeah. It was a thing people latched on to, and then they all went their own direction with it. So at the end of the day, the, just like with the Tea Party, with the other movements, they were just, you know, oh, we got a thing. It's a hashtag. It's a T-shirt. But you see now all people are going, this is bad. We can actually make a difference. We don't have to just sit back. And that's, I think that's what's going to happen in terms of Brexit. Once these negotiations start getting into play, people who truly – have a say so and want to make a change can actively be a part of it as opposed to sitting back and letting the negotiations happen and go, I guess we got to deal with whatever comes up. Yeah. They weren't ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope some good comes from all this. I'm sure. It's a two year process and they have to keep everything above board because now we live in the age of information. You can't do any behind the scenes deals where it's revealed good about after that. the fact. And, and Teresa has famously been good about that. One of, one of the big criticisms of David Cameron and a criticism from his own party was he, he basically you know, staffed his government with a bunch of his buddies. Yeah. Um, like and Trump it, did? <laughs> yeah. What? Crazy. There was, a, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, there was a lot of that going. I mean, Trump didn't know a lot of those people, but um, it was like, it was, you know, people he'd been at school with, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and. It's the same thing LeBron James did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Teresa's big thing has, ha has been keeping everything about merit and, and, you know, who was the best for the job and, and. And fuck immigrants. <laughs> yeah. One thing, Brexit could be good for Africa because the a lot of chocolate from Africa goes to yeah, we talked about that Britain mm -hmm. 
and they don't have they don't necessarily have a favorable trade deal in place. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Africa's getting fucked by the rest of the world. What? Go imagine. That's never happened before. But Ooh, what I thought. If if when those negotiations start, if Africa can like actually put someone at the table who will negotiate in favor of their own people that it could be a good thing like all of these renegotiations could be good for africa which would be a good thing Mm -hmm. but you know it's not going to be that it'll just (laughs) it'll be more like keep it the way it is or we'll invade you like just don't act up it'll probably be more of that i don't think that is the case i mean i don't really see britain you know as as le pen tries to compare herself to trump there are a lot, I mean, and Teresa doesn't do this, but a lot of her partisans, you know, are dying to see the next Thatcher in her. Um, I don't, I don't think she's going to be, I don't think she's the invade the Falklands type. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, and I don't, I don't think she would launch an invasion into anything without us. Well, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, she does, like I said, she doesn't have any reason or any any choice but to align with us in a really strong way. But that's right. always and with been, the Commonwealth. That's always I think that's, been England's yeah. position. Right. And, and and the Commonwealth, I think. She's going to – I mean, yeah. there, there's – I think there's better trade to be had probably or at least better general economic relationships to be had with Commonwealth or ex-Commonwealth countries or countries that have been in Britain's sphere of, sphere of influence like Australia, Singapore, Hong Kong, India – Leaning on those, I think, more than sort of a floundering European economy like Italy yeah. uh, is <laughs> – I don't think that's such a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's – I mean, it, it's one of those things, like, even more than Trump, we just kind of have to see how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Like, it could go either way now. But now now, now they and start I think it will go well. May is a good negotiator, and she's – you know, and, and she does move. I mean, people people – she, like Trump, is more of a deal maker than a doctrinaire. That's how she got to her current position on Brexit, um, yeah. because she became prime minister on a wave of of the Brexit referendum. Yeah. So she she knew her mandate was to honor that result, yeah. and and that will be the mandate of the June eighth election too. But before then, not only was she a, a, a remainer, she in twenty fourteen tried to block Parliament from even being able to allow to vote on whether to accept the European arrest warrant, which was this massive EU wide extradition agreement. It was how they hounded Oriana, Oriana Falaci at the rest of her life, at the end of her life. Sorry, it is still early for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it has been le- less than 24 hours since I had a cock in my mouth. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it always throws a person off. <laughs> always. Um, so it's – God, what was I saying? You know, she, she tried to, to prevent parliament even having this vote. It took a motion from the opposition to get the vote done and then eventually it still passed. But, you know, she was the EU's thug enforcer, not yeah. just a remainer. And now she's the hard Brexit person, so we'll see. Yeah, she's a deal maker. She could bend. It's probably just that Russia got to her. <laughs> but it is it is crazy that now the the Labour Party in England is calling for an investigation into Russian meddling in the Brexit referendum. Yeah, because which they've is, been meddling in shit for a while, but it just you know, like we live in the yeah, world they just now. Keep popping up. They, it, it's that thing where they they were living in the in the ideal of we can just do it. Because nobody's yeah. going to look into it or care. And Do either all of you of watch sudden, Homeland? Oh, the yes. Birchers are back. Anyhow, yes. what about Homeland? Look, come on. <laughs> you have to admit there is a weird trend. Like Russia does. There's a weird trend of liberals seeing Russia under every bed. But there's – Because they're under there. <laughs> no, 
not. If they're not like, under there, they had something to do with the manufacturer of the fucking frame. <laughs> <laughs> like it, Russia's buying up IKEA now. Like even if they're not actively participating in these <clears throat> movements, there's no like Russia has always had a huge propaganda machine that. It's not like they had any reason to get rid of that. It's only gotten stronger. <laughs> I mean, they use the pro- they use their own I mean, like propaganda Ar- machine Pravda to sway like public that. opinion within their own country. Within why their do own you think country, they? Why, yeah, would, why do you think they think, wouldn't do it elsewhere? I don't think Britain is. You know, fifty two percent of people who voted in the the Brexit referendum were you know daily RT viewers. No, but I you don't, don't think you don't need fifty two percent if you can just sway ten percent. Of the of the voting public, that is an impact on the election. Because the, the thing is, there is no side when it comes to politics that's immune to fake news. Mm-hmm. Right. Like one of the things I noticed after Very the Trump true. election is a lot of people on the left started sharing stuff. Like the the one that I I saw the most was people would would tweet out like, "There's an immigration checkpoint on Pico." And that would turn out not to be true. Stay yeah. inside today. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't true. But at the same time, there were immigration raids going on door to door. Yeah, there were ice raids. So it's like there's like you just did the opposite of what people should have done. Mm-hmm. People should have got the fuck out yeah. of their Get houses. Out of the house. <laughs> and instead, you were like, don't take the bus today because there's immigration checkpoints. Verify this shit before you tweet it out. Yeah. And there's there's no side that's immune to that. Right, like, because it's 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 I mean that's the downside of the information age. As yeah, much as you yeah. have access, it's like there's anyone has the ability to put something out there with the chance of it going viral. And everyone wants or to influence. be first. Yeah. yeah, part of it yeah. is bias. I think it's more that. I think yeah. it's, yeah, people just want to have been the person that broke it. And there's a sense of urgency that you can come up with something like, oh, my God, there's an immigration checkpoint. Oh, I should tell as many people about this as fast as possible so that they can avoid it. So you, yeah. they, they don't think to, to check it first because they have and then, that. And then you go back and see the original tweet, and it'll be someone who is tweeting from their phone. And you're like, why, 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 why didn't you take a picture then? Yeah. <laughs> take a picture with that or phone. Turn, turn your location on. How are yeah. you sending me a checkpoint on Pico and you're in fucking Glendale? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. You're in Stalingrad. <laughs> this doesn't even exist anymore. Why are you just an egg? <laughs> they got rid of the eggs. They got fixed no, the problem. No eggs? Oh, no more eggs? Yeah. That fi- that's. <laughs> Did you see, incidentally, that HBO movie about Stalin where he was Robert Duvall? No. It was like three hours long. It was so good. It was like from two, it, the, the 90s, I think. Oh, really? And it was narrated by Stalin's actual daughter, Svetlana. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is her last name Stalin? It's, I don't think so. It's Svetlana oh. Stalin. I know. How great would that have been? Svetlana Stalin. Svetlana She could be a pop star or a, or a model. Or a dictator. And or I'd a love dictator. her either way. <laughs> a porn star. She'd have yeah. to be a porn star. Yeah, oh, yeah. Name like that. Svetlana Stalin. Yeah. But I'd want more for her life. That's I true. wouldn't want her to just. You can be make a, a lot star. of you can make a lot of money in that business, though. Yeah, that's Jenna true. Jameson's book was good that Neil Strauss wrote. Oh, did he write that? <laughs> Allegedly, he's he's the. It's like with Neil Strauss. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. That guy's kind of a piece of shit. Hmm. But the but how to make love like a porn star is a great book. It oh, talks all it? about how to make how to smoke meth out of a light bulb, and then like a couple of pages later, it's how much he wants to be a mother. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Meth makes you delusional. Gives you super I think she has, does she have kids now? I checked this. Yeah, out. probably. Meth gives you powers, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that meth strength. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, Brexit. That's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not happening. It's, it's, it's in the process. Yeah. Like, uh, anything that takes two years to come to fruition, 
anything can happen in that time period. Yeah. We could go to war in that time period. And it's not like Brexit's going to be a big issue if we're over there fighting World War Three. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's one of the big things that people have been trying to say with this this upcoming election. I think, was it Tim Farron, the leader of the Lib Dems, who said this? I don't know. Somebody said this. But th- that, you know, we have an election coming up. There are other issues too. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. there. Are, <laughs> this is uh, this is big, but it's not the only thing. Yeah, right. Um, and poor Jezza is just going around saying, pretending he has a shot from Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> I would vote for Jezza all fucking day, all day. I, I think the Rizza would would be a. Better I don't choice. think it was Tim Farron. No Asian know. dudes getting dragged off planes in Jezza's America. What? <laughs> they bring. Ghostface Killer is Sergeant of Arms. Yeah, you know after the Asians took the Wu Tang Clan in the racial draft on the there Chappelle it is. show. That's true. That's true. So sleeper cells. Yeah, <laughs> sleeper cells. That's the name of a new know, album. That all know kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> the best be kind of sleeper That's cells. Be great to watch. Those uh, are the I, best. I can't wait to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> so this was fun. Yeah, we should we should wrap it up. I got to record two more podcasts today. Oh Jesus Christ, God. man, you are a machine. Who's coming in? Caitlin Cut and Chet Wild. Already coming in to record an episode of the weekly mm, podcast. There you go. And then after that, I'm doing an episode of White Wine True Crime with Ooh, Caitlin Cut and Carrie Martin. That sounds like a party. We're going to talk about the Casey Anthony documentary. Oh, shit. Which, How was that? It's pretty good. It's I, After watching it, I mean, not to give away too much from White Wine True Crime that I'll be talking about, but I really get why she got off. Like it's really there's so much. Do you do you think she didn't do it or just that the case was built well? I think she did it. I think yeah. maybe she killed her on accident and then tried oh, to probably, cover yeah. it up and make it look like she was kidnapped and murdered. And yeah, somehow that plan just fell apart. But yeah. but like one of the first pieces of evidence they talk about in this documentary, they're like, uh, when we found the body, it was wrapped in a Winnie the Pooh blanket. And if you look at uh, Kaylee Anthony's bedroom, there's Winnie the Pooh stuff all over the place. So. And I'm like, no, that's uh, not how yeah, evidence not works. How evidence works. <laughs> like, Lots yeah. of kids like, like Winnie the like, Pooh. That could, be, that could be any kid's <laughs> blanket. That makes no sense. You know, you can just buy those. Yeah. <laughs> they just have those places. <laughs> and it was just all shit like that. And I'm like, oh, I see why she got off. You mm-hmm. did a terrible job. They, they shouldn't have gone for first degree murder. I feel yeah. like they could have gotten second degree. Yeah, second degree or something, manslaughter. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't have gone for first degree. That yeah. was dumb. But yeah, it's a and, it's a really great in documentary. In a weird twist of fate, the same guy who got Casey Anthony off is the guy who got uh, Aaron Hernandez off of that double murder charge. Oh, was it? Same exact defense lawyer, and now Aaron, R.I.P. Bro, that guy is good. He's good. Yeah, man. he's, he's good. like in that documentary. With the minute she hires him, it reminds me of that scene in Breaking Bad where uh, Aaron Paul is like, "You don't need a criminal lawyer. You need a criminal lawyer." <laughs> And that's why Better Call Saul is one of the best shows on TV. It's so good. Let's just talk so about it. Let's just talk about how good that fucking show is. I have to watch it. I, have to, I so saw good. like the, the first three episodes, then I fell off the wagon. I have to get back on. Gus is back, man. Gus came back this episode. Uh, oh, did he? This is the I've past episode. I've seen the episode. first awesome. season. I have to go. I still have yeah. a lot of catching up time. to do. It's a good time. I've started watching Breaking Bad again for some reason. It's a good show. We're getting way off track here. <laughs> we're we? Just, we, we were wrapping things up, and we're just talking it out. You know? <laughs> just talking it out, guys. Giving you some recommendations. You know, Feud is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I want to watch that. Do we have anything to plug before we get out here besides Better Call Saul and Feud? (laughs) (laughs) Plug things that we're not getting paid for. Uh, Guys, watch You're the Worst. Uh, Let's see. Big Little Lies. Let's let's just talk about this is coming out on what, the 1st of May? Uh, It'll be a week from Monday. 
Yeah, so the first, the first of, May. of May. So, uh, guys, happy to announce I'm starting a brand new weekly show at the Hollywood Hotel here in beautiful California, Los Angeles, what? California. We're doing live music and comedy every Wednesday. <gasps> book me on 10 that. PM. Oh, you know you're getting booked, baby. Book me on that. Oh, not even worried about that. Sweetheart. Oh, it's going down. We're gonna. We got live music. We're doing mixers. We're doing oh, stand up. So We're gonna have a good time every every Wednesday. Hollywood Hotel, 7 p.m. Come hang out. Free parking. All that good shit. Also, uh, Wednesday the 10th. I will be hosting Blame Social Media at the Hollywood Improv. Let's party. Uh, have any of the comics who complained about how shitty the Hollywood Hotel was hit you up to be booked on oh, that I show? Oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait till they do. Because uh, this is literally the first public announcement I'm making about the show. Oh, yeah? So because we've just been keeping it low-key, just keeping it under the wraps building, uh, getting everything ready for the big launch, because this hasn't been done before in this venue, in this yeah. like this. Capacity. It was It was mics before, right? Not, it was not just, book I mean, shows. they did shows yeah. there, but we're doing a weekly... Every week we're doing a show, headliners from across the country, live music. We're gonna, it's gonna, yes. we're gonna make it a big thing. Sounds like what's it called? It's gonna called hilarity. Nice, yeah. Book me so on that. Excited. Yes, yes both of us be yeah. on this. Better oh, be. yeah, sounds like a good time. Smear May second. Oh, this is coming out May first. Yeah. yeah, May second roast battle in the evening at the Comedy Store Belly Room against Eric Lampert, who is in fact British. Oh, there it is. Uh, May twelfth. Darkest Hour, West Side Comedy Theater, Santa Monica, 11.30 p.m. I'll be at that. And also uh, sign up for our Patreon. Give us money. Get our get all of our podcasts every episode for $5 a month. We do 10 episodes a week. It's 12 and a half cents. Sometimes we do 8 to 10 <laughs> for episodes. For just 12 cents a week. So sometimes we do 8 episodes a week, and then it's like 20 cents an episode. Uh-oh. Fine. Uh-oh. I get it. We do a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Look, it's $5 Look a month. Look who's currency manipulating now, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just follow us on the socials. Give this show good ratings and reviews. At Quincy iTunes. Johnson II on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yep. Yeah, at Suri, S-U-R-I underscore S-A-M-E-E-R on Twitter. And I'm at Adam Todd Brown on Twitter. Follow us all. Shouts out to the streets. Yeah. Shout out to the streets. Uh (laughs) All right. Let's get out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Samir, say goodbye. Ciao, darlings. Thank you for having me. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Peace.